Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. A score for you coming up here from an event last night that may make you a little queasy. We'll talk about that coming up here a little bit later on in the program. This portion of the program being brought to you by our friends at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. It was uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, got it. Got some tickets uh, to go down and uh, go down to the Bucks game. And uh, our daughter, Sherry and I's uh, daughter, had a chance to dance with her dance company prior to the Bucks game. And the question was, well, can they dance at half? And, uh, I, you know, I, I kind of said, no, uh, they're not going to be dancing at halftime because they're retiring this man's jersey. And what an event it was. I thought it was really cool. He joins us now. Marcus Johnson, former Milwaukee Buck, now with the Bucks television broadcast, part of Fox Sports Wisconsin, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Marcus, how you been, my friend? I have uh, been great, man. Just... Uh... Really, really good. Uh, a lot of stuff going on, and uh, this is an exciting time of year with the Bucks about to embark on what hopefully will be a championship journey uh, in the postseason. So it's it, it, it's so much so much positive stuff going on right now. It's crazy, man. It's been a great, great, great season. Let me uh, let me go back to first and foremost your speech at halftime when you were uh, when you had your jersey raised into the rafters. As we sat there, and I sat there and listened. You have. Uh, it was almost a rediscovered passion for Milwaukee uh, because I, I mean, I've heard a lot of people say, Hey, thanks to the fans. Thanks to the city. And, and it, you know, it's almost cliche. You said it with a dignified heart. Talk about that. Well, a lot of it was just because I'd been away for so long and, and you know, I compared it to the, to the, to the biblical story of the prodigal son. And then when he had a lot of good stuff going on at home, didn't appreciate it and went out and, kind of squandered everything and then kind of came back with his tail between his legs. But the point being, when he did come back, according to the biblical story, he was accepted without any judgment. Uh, the, his father met him at the gate and had a rope for his back and a ring for his toes and killed a fatted calf. And the, you know, my son was lost and now he's found. You know, it was that kind of a, uh, of a reception for him. And that's, that, you know, kind of mirrors what my experience was like because I went away for 30 years, I believe it was, where I hadn't really had a whole lot of contact with Milwaukee and was a little bit leery about coming back just because it had been so long. And, 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 you know, I didn't know if the people, not that they wouldn't remember me, but they had any appreciation for what we accomplished as a, as a team and an organization in the 80s. It was so long ago. But I found out that the people did remember and they did have an appreciation, a profound appreciation. And, and I oftentimes tell this story. My first day back in town when I was doing an audition tape with Jim Paskey, walked into the Bradley Center and the workers there 
uh, basically shouted me out, you know, welcome home, baby, and are you coming back home? And, and that's when it first kind of dawned on me that, that this place was home for me, Milwaukee, for a good seven-year stretch uh, between 21 and 28, 29 years old. And uh, a lot of who I turned out to be today, years and years later, was based on the foundational uh, work ethic and principles that I observed uh, while I was there in Milwaukee at that point in my career, that impressionable time of my of my uh, of my life. So, you know, I don't want to get I don't want to get too philosophical, man. But it just it just means a lot for me to to to, to come full circle. And then because of that, and the last thing I'm gonna add to that, it just makes me really want to get out. And do a lot of the stuff in terms that I, I didn't do in terms of uh, working with uh, underserved youth in the community and all that good stuff. That um, uh, to, to make an impact, to do something more than just uh, basketball and, and analysis and buck related, but to actually have an impact in terms of embracing some of these youth who need who need some mentors out there. Uh, what did it mean to you? Uh, because I had a chance to talk to a couple of players, but they made it a point to come out there and be out there as you were speaking and as your jerseys going to the rafters. And these are young guys. I mean, some of these guys may not even, they weren't even born, you know, I mean, when you're playing. So what did it mean to have this young team make sure they made it a point to come out and embrace you? And they were led by their leader in Giannis Adenokounmpo. Yeah, and Coach Budenholzer made sure that he took that halftime uh, talk uh, with the team short so they could come out and experience. I didn't know they were there. They were they were behind me. So I'm, I'm, I'm at the podium. I'm facing one direction, and they were behind me. So I had no idea uh, that they even witnessed the ceremony. I was just so caught up in the moment of what I was saying and, the, and just all the emotions of, of having that jersey lifted in the Raptors. And then I saw some, some, some video and some still photos afterwards, and, and, and one is a great shot of Giannis kind of in the background kind of watching. I've got another shot where he comes up to me at, right at the midcourt, and my, my daughter and wife are right there in the picture, and he comes up to me and gives me an embrace and a handshake. And I mean, it just kind of caught me by surprise. And, and again, it was just another um, a display of appreciation that uh, you know, it's gratifying for an old dude to have these young guys to – to want to be a part of that too, man. And then Brooke Lopez and, and to a man, they all came up to me. I, I, we were seated, my wife and I, right next to the team bench in the third quarter. And everybody, the coaches and players came up and, and gave it up. And man, it was just, uh, it, it just, it just, it just reinforces my belief that this is a first class organization. It starts at the top, but, but it, it trickles down to the coaching staff, to the players. And, and we're all, we're all kind of in this together. And uh, and that's always been the feeling that I've had. But to see the players actually give me an example of that with, with the support and love that they showed me during the ceremony was uh, was something special. Uh, now getting into this team and this season, and I had made the statement, uh, I said the only thing standing in the way of the Bucks in hoisting a trophy is Golden State. Am I crazy or are you on board? I'm on board, uh, you know, but, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a, <laughs> I'm a nervous Nelly. No pun intended. I'm a little bit of a worry ward, so I, you know, I'm concerned about this first. You know, I have reason to. We just got off our, our, our conference call in terms of formatting with the with the pregame show and how, with the game coverage, and and so just the, you know the one seed, the heavy is the head that wears the crown. This is the favorite team right now in the Eastern Conference, at least on paper. And uh, so you know it's the old cliche about one game, one series at a time. But. <clears throat> One thing that we talked about, and I do feel this, Bill, is that 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 there's a silver lining in some of these injuries that happen. So Nico Miritich goes down, 
and a DJ Wilson who was pretty much out of the rotation. Nico was getting all his minutes. Now all of a sudden he's had to step up over the last two or three weeks, and he's played really well. Uh, same thing uh, with Malcolm Brogdon. We need Malcolm. We love Malcolm. You know, 40, 50, 90 elite shooting numbers that only a few guys in the league have ever posted. But it did allow for Sterling Brown to get some, some, some added minutes, and he's played extremely well. Uh, Tim Frazier kind of comes out of nowhere uh, also to share some of the point guard duties. So uh, Pat Connaughton, I could talk about him and, and what he's done. He's playing at a really high-level confidence-wise because Tony Snell, uh, his place in the rotation, needs, needs to be replaced with more minutes. So, uh, you know, so, so, so even though we've had our share of nicks and, and, and bruises and injuries, it's a lot of things that are really positive that are falling in place for this team that leads me to believe, and it starts with the coaching staff. This coaching staff, and I believe Coach Boomholzer learned from his experience down in Atlanta. Uh, you know, when he had the best records or you know, 60 win season, they got swept by the by the Cavs and LeBron in, in, in Eastern Conference Finals. I'm sure he's learned in terms of, 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 of mental approach and, and how to how to work with these guys and the proper focus for the playoffs. I, I just see everything coming together, and I think we'll be able to uh, reach that goal. And you're right; it's the Golden State Warriors. Whether we can beat them in a, in a final series remains to be seen, obviously. But the most important thing is getting there. And I think uh, these guys have the confidence, all the confidence in the world. that They've done everything that they needed to do to put them in a position to get there. And that's all you can ask for at this point. Talking with uh, Marcus Johnson, Bucks television analyst on Fox Sports Wisconsin, former Buck himself, number now retired in the rafters of the Pfizer Forum. Uh, besides Giannis, because uh, we were sitting here talking about who really kind of needs to help Giannis and, and help this team move forward. And I would said, look, Bledsoe's trying to shake off what he did last year. Uh, Chris Middleton, I thought, had a tremendous you know, postseason last year, really kind of made his bones. He needs to get back to that. But you need to kind of get some wins. Brooke Lopez has to hit. I mean, it's got to be a full contribution. You reeled off a couple of names there. And then you get into the next couple of rounds, you know, once you advance, and I'm saying they will advance, that, you, you know, you're looking for Malcolm Brogdon to come back. You're looking for Miritich to, to step up. So yeah. give me some of the stories that you're kind of focusing on as you head into this postseason. Well, I mean, Brooks shooting, which has been extraordinary this year, uh, the only guy to average whatever it is, two, three point two threes made in two blocks and, and all that good stuff. But, but, but it's really important in terms of drawing, you know, the, the, the bigs, the, the Al Horfords, and, the, and the, this series, Andre Drummond's away from the basket and open, opening things up for Giannis. That's going to be huge. Uh, uh, you know, you talked about Miritich last year down in New Orleans. I think he averaged 17, 18 points a game in the postseason. And, and just really, if you remember how well he played in that postseason last year, you know, he kind of stood out. And so uh, Nico has not really shot the ball, I think, the way he is capable of shooting. He's been good, but I think he's a guy that can shoot 44, 45% in a playoff series from the three-point line. He's just that devastating of a deep ball shooter. So to get him back will be important. But uh, and then the other guys I mentioned, I mean, D.J. Wilson, I wouldn't count him out. In ter- you know, There were some question marks as to whether or not he was going to be mentally at this stage of his career, second-year guy, ready to, to make a contribution in the postseason. But because of the injury to Nico, he's had to play a lot of minutes the last couple of weeks. And it's, and it's it had his moments where he's looked really, really good and, and uh, has played well against Detroit this, this year. His first game that he got considerable minutes, he locked down Blake Griffin, knocked down some big shots. So uh, that's what I'm looking at. But I agree, Bledsoe, you know, Bledsoe kind of playing an attack defense against Reggie Jackson in the first round against Kyrie, or whomever is going to be in that second round. Uh, he is going to be, I think, one of our major, major keys, uh, Eric Bledsoe's leadership and uh, point of attack defense and toughness and all those good intangibles that uh, – 
he's really, really shown that he possesses this year that we, uh, we uh, quite honestly, didn't see on a consistent basis last year. Uh, I had said, look, I think the Bucks are just – they've outmanned them. I think they can outgun them. I think they can sweep this team in four. But they've already beat them four games this year by an average of 14.5 points per game. How tough is it to get eight straight wins over a team in one season? Well, our sideline reporter Katie George just made that excellent point about uh, 10 minutes ago in our conference call. It's really – it can be tough. you know. And I'm not going to put too much on it because Blake Griffin's availability – Right now, it's, it, there's some question as to how much you know he's going to be able to play, if he's going to be able to play because of that knee injury. And he is such a big, big part of what they do offensively. Now, that, that being said, I mean, uh, was, uh, Steve Novak brought, brought out the point that the last 15 games of this season, this team has actually played better when Blake was not the, 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 the central part of their offense, when it was all about Drummond, all about Reggie Jackson. But, I, you know, I still believe Blake is kind of a guy that makes them go because of his ability to attract the crowd and command attention defensively. So, uh, you know, it, it, it's it, on paper, you know, it's more of an on-paper thing. Eight, eight in a row looks like it's going to be a tough tough thing to, to, to accomplish, but I think all things considered, I think the most compelling matchup for me going in is going to be Thon Maker and Giannis. You know, these are two guys who are best friends, two guys that part card game uh, buddies on, on, on the airplane flights when Giannis was down in Orlando and wanted to get some extra shots up. He, he took Don Maker back onto the court with him to do that after, right after the game down in Orlando. So um, that, to me, is going to be uh, one of the matchups to watch because Don's going to be trying to prove himself and play aggressive and, and, and be, be an intimidator and all that good stuff. So it'll be kind of fun to watch these two go at it. Marcus, it's uh, it's about time you got your number in the Pfizer Forum Raptors. We appreciate it. Love watching you on television. Looking forward to the first round of the postseason, and you take care, okay? All right, man. You too. Exciting time of year. Thank you. Absolutely. There you go. Marcus Johnson, Bucks television analyst for Fox Sports Wisconsin, also a former Buck himself. He, his number eight now swings high in the rafters of the uh, Pfizer from the first ever jersey to be retired in the Pfizer Forum is Marcus Johnson, and it was uh, it was long, long overdue. He joined us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard, they treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been getting it done. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.